Welcome survivors, burnout community, and those just interested. It's Kelly Bubolt's owner, trainer, and burnout prevention mentor at KB Training Connections. Burnout is not taboo. It's our reality in this fast-paced society. But we are not going to let it drive the narrative to our stories. We're going to do something about it. So let's dig in. One question I always get when coaching is, how do I sustain this habit? I keep falling back into old habits. How do I change? How can I support change? And this is a hard one because human behavior comes from the brain, the hard pipelines that have been basically trailed in there for years, if not decades. This is how you're brought up. This is the values that you're brought up on. This is the actions you have always done. And you're trying to redo the strong pipelines that have been there. And so in order to do that, I think it's important to understand hormones and how they work in your body, especially what they call habit hormones. Because if your body's naturally producing these as a part of the 24-hour cycle of the day, we can use those in favor of supporting a new habit. So we're going to go over the four habit hormones in which can help you with changing into these healthier habits. Whether it's eating healthier, utilizing your mornings better, working on your, your stress response, trying to be more productive, journaling, meditation, Anything that you're trying to do for burnout recovery or changing behaviors can be rewarded. Your body requests the action that goes with releasing these hormones because all four of these hormones we're going to talk about are really good to have. So the first one is serotonin. So serotonin is a mood stabilizer. So if you have a lot of ups and downs and emotional swings, you get stressed easily and have a quick response, serotonin is going to be your best buddy increase serotonin in many different ways through food intake and activities so let's go through a few of those to increase serotonin you can go get a massage get those muscle circulations moving you can get boost b vitamins soaking up sunshine magnesium foods which there's not actually a lot of magnesium in our foods so i recommend getting a supplement there please do your research on different magnesiums positive morning mindset routines this also increases serotonin and gets you into a good mood Reducing sugar intake. This is huge. This actually goes with just getting rid of inflammation. So you're going to see an increase in many different activities in your body when you reduce sugar intake. Meditation and exercise, more vitamin C. Self-care. I know everyone wants to talk about self-care right now, but I want you to know that self-care is as simple as enjoying your coffee with no stimulation. Self-care is if you are tired, go to bed, don't watch Netflix all night. Simple, simple, simple self-care eat fermented foods, eat the colorful vegetables, seeds, and the best of all is get fresh air. So these things naturally increase serotonin, the mood stabilizer. The next habit hormone I want to talk about is dopamine. There's a whole nother episode on this podcast about dopamine with a specialist that talks about it, but I just want to give you a summary briefly so you know how to increase dopamine. Dopamine is your reward chemical. It's that feeling of accomplishment after you get stuff done. So it's the feel-good reaction that can come help reinforce new healthy actions. This can come from just getting enough sleep and actually waking up feeling energized. Listening to music, some of your favorite music. Getting sun. Meditation. Those mini celebrations you get for crossing things out the list or accomplishing a task. So that's dopamine, the reward chemical. 
The next one is oxytocin. So this is the love chemical. So obviously you can do things like having sex to increase this, but I'll tell you, if you're in burnout, it's probably not top priority. Uh, other actions you can do to increase oxytocin is yoga. Improvised actions. So say if every morning you do the same routine, keep the core values of it, but then change up maybe the music or podcast you listen to on the way to work. Do little improvisions to increase oxytocin. Get a massage. Share love and affection with others. Spend time with friends. Let's get back to hugs. I know how cheesy that sounds, and actually I don't even like to be hugged that much because I have three small kids. I'm kind of touched out, but hugs are really important. Petting animals, which is ironically in the top three free things you can do for therapy. Cook for someone, not as a chore or an obligation, but generally you want to cook for someone to show that you care or that you want to show them a delicious meal or show off your talents. These are all natural ways to increase oxytocin. And then the last habit hormone is endorphins. So this is the one we're probably most common with and that's exercise at any level. So this could be exercise with yoga all the way to exercising with vigorous activity. Laughing. It, laughing, you don't have to wait to see your friends. You can watch a funny video. You can. There's even YouTube channels that has one-minute funny stories in the morning. Follow some good comedians on social media. Dance. You can dance anywhere. You can dance when you're sitting. You can dance when you're standing. You can dance at the grocery store. You can dance wherever you are, as long as there's some music in your head and you're feeling the beat. So just get a real good hit of endorphins through a little dance. Acupuncture is a great way for a service-based endorphins. And then another really interactive and community type endorphin activity is serving others or volunteering. Again, it gives you that same hit as exercise, so you don't necessarily need to hit the gym every day. You can just look at how you're serving others. And then a really fun one that I found is spicy foods. So spicy foods gives you the same sensation because it's so intense that your body will release endorphins in, in response. So what we are doing here is we're rewarding our actions, our, our healthy habits, with chemicals that our body's already producing. So dopamine is the reward chemical, oxytocin is the love chemical, endorphins is a painkiller and happiness booster, and serotonin is the mood stabilizer. So we can use those four in our favor to help create habits. Now what I will tell you and what you've seen in previous episodes is your body needs to be functioning at a healthy balance in order for these chemicals to be released in a nice rhythm that you want it to. So make sure that you're eating right, you're moving, you're drinking lots of water, gut health is going to be important because when you have dysfunction of the gut, it now is affecting all the other organs in which you're misfiring these habit hormones. So if you're doing all the things, you feel like you're doing all the right activities and you're still not feeling well, you're not getting these reward chemicals that you should, it's time to probably look at some gut health because your organs are strained or dysfunctional which is causing an imbalance of these hormones to flow out. So I hope that you grab up some activities, some foods, some motion around these habit hormones and find yourself with some momentum moving back to energy. I know you're not lazy, otherwise you wouldn't be here working on self-growth. Piecing together the puzzle is half the adventure and finding energy towards your new habits is the other. Do not underestimate the strength in your actions. Check out videos on burnout tools to move from zombie mode to liveliness on my website. See you soon.